Hello and welcome to the Sounds from the Grave podcast. My name is Yusuf. And I'm Kyle. And we want to play a game. Yes, we do. So for those and... of you that can't see, we're currently, well, I, I, it's hard to tell for me, but I am wearing a hoodie with a backwards cap because uh, we wanted to feel 10 years younger. Yep. See, see, it turns out the many years ago, the makers of, of the Saw franchise discovered the secret to de-aging. You don't have to spend millions of dollars on, on useless CGI. You just simply put a zip-up hoodie and a backwards cap, and there you go, you're 10 years younger. Resto. The wrinkles just I, melt away. It did. Uh, you Honestly, like I think all movies should do this. <laughs> Every flashback scene. like it, Honestly, it's like right now I can't tell if we're in a flashback or if we're 10 years younger. We'll just call it the Kramer. We gotta, we gotta pull yeah. a Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, guys, pull out. This calls for a Kramer. Pull out the, the hoodie and the backwards hat. Yep. <laughs> Having like a special case. Yep. They're like, I don't know. Are, are we de aging them or is it a flashback? Why not both? Why not both? Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, I, so from here. <laughs> or it's like, are we, from, are we de aging them or is it a flashback? Yes. Yes. So from here on out, any other movie I see with someone wearing a hoodie, a zip up hoodie and a backwards cap, I'm assuming that it's a flashback. That's all it's gotta be. It's like, well, it was really weird that they put that flashback in that one scene. It's like why in Indiana really... Jones in the forties, why is there a, a backwards baseball hat and a hoodie? <laughs> oh well, well that was that was to symbolize the whole de aging thing. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> that makes sense, though. It's a flashback. Okay, I get it. Really confused, though, how in the mummy, why the fucking Egyptians were wearing backwards caps and pop <laughs> <laughs> hoodies. Why was Emo Tech wearing a hoodie and a baseball cap? <laughs> yeah, the entire like, movie. Oh, because it was a flashback. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> Plot was at the end of the movie. I he just take, takes off the hat and hoodie. Yeah, He's like, so it wasn't a flashback yeah, the whole time? Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was just de aging. <laughs> I didn't take Emotep, Emotep for a New York Yankees fan, but here we are. <laughs> for the, oh, God. For the Nile Hippos. That's his favorite team. Yes. The Nile Hippos. The Nile Hippos, yep. <laughs> he, 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 he's probably more of a Phillies fan. <laughs> <laughs> The Philly Frenetic was actually Emotep's idea. <laughs> exactly. Green man. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a terrific start here. We are. So, for those of you that don't know, we are going to be talking a little bit about the Saw franchise. Um, it's just a running joke that me, Kyle, and, and um, you, Donnie, from Voices from the Beyond half of Every single time we see anything to do with de-aging or anything to do with John Kramer wearing a hoodie and a backwards hat, we have to t- tag each other in it. Yeah. Because it's the funniest thing to us. Because it's literally the funniest thing that the Saw franchise does. And it's like, 
It's like, it's like we noticed it, and then if you watch the movies, the the the, the, sp- the spiral spinoff, they do it to Chris Rock as well. They really do. Literally, they literally just put a backwards cap on him and, and like a rookie cop outfit. I'm like, oh okay, I get it. It's a flashback, and he's younger. No, that makes more sense. <laughs> it's just, I don't understand. Like, I want to, I, I want to find a way to talk to the people who, who were in charge of that. Like, what was your thought process there? <laughs> They're like, there was a thought process? <laughs> what do you mean, thought process? <laughs> it just came to me. Exactly. <laughs> it's just funny seeing John Kramer walk into that, like, it was like a... It was like a book signing, I think, right? It, it was like a book signing. <laughs> yeah, just walk in there with his zip-up hoodie and his backwards cap, like, how, how do you, you do, do, fellow, fellow kids? kids? I want to play a game. <laughs> do the kids still play Tetris? <laughs> Boy, do I have a game for them. <laughs> it's called Parcheesi. <laughs> it's called which limb do you want me to... to, to, to do you want to try and fit this puzzle piece? <laughs> it's, it's called Shoots and Ladders. You pick. Do you want your foot to go into a chute or down a ladder? <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> anyway, anyway, so, we love the Saw franchise. We really do, and we're really, really excited for Saw Ten, yep. Saw, or Saw X, or it's like, yep. Um, really I'll, hoping for a backwards cap and zip a hoodie combo. And I'll also, be looking for it. and also a Dom Toretto cameo because they're both coming out yep. the same year. We got Fast X that we just saw this yep. weekend, which was amazing. We did. We all saw so it. For those fun. who don't know, <laughs> we all saw it with our friends together, and we all. Cosplayed, no joke, as Dom Toretto in black tank tops and uh, Dom Toretto cross necklaces. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was the funniest thing, especially because you, were, you weren't there. This is before you came in uh, when we were at the, at the, the, play, the chicken place. <laughs> when we were at the chicken place. <laughs> and Cat uh, and Will and Travis were already there. And I saw them from outside, so I just run and burst the door open. I just went, family! The people sitting next to them jumped. <laughs> they're like, what the fuck? They just see this random guy in a blank table, oh. in a black white beater. <laughs> just, just walk in yelling, family. Oh, I wish we had had more people, because it, it, it was just been... It was just hilarious how we all just walked uh, walked into the the side door of the chicken guy, and I wonder how many people just looked like. There's a lot of people showing up in black tank talks and those cross necklaces. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? Yeah, it's like a cult with cars. Oh wait, what? <laughs> By the way, if you guys haven't seen it, I definitely recommend that you watch Fast Ten. That movie was so much yeah. fun. We highly recommend it. Jason Momoa, top top ten movie villain of all time. It's fucking great. Absolutely love them. Oh man, it was amazing. It, but like, uh, anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about Fast Ten. Yes, we're, we're here to talk about the Saw franchise. But before we get that, a uh, couple of uh, little fun news things that uh, I don't think we touched up on our last episode. Uh, so, uh, speaking of October. Uh, because the new Saw movie comes out in October, but also Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes! We finally have a trailer and yes. everything, and I am so stoked. It looks so good. My boy Matthew Lillard looks great as Anton. Yup. Then you got uh, 
Uh, I can never remember the, the actor's name from Hunger Games. Yeah, Josh. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. I Josh something. Josh. Uh, yeah, I forgot who it was. God, I'm the worst of that. I hate that too. I I hate that I forgot it. I was like, yeah. what's the name? Right before you said, it, I was like, what's that guy's name? I saw a meme of that. Where, Josh Hutcherson. Oh, Hutcherson. Yeah, I saw a meme of that where it was like, man, boy, this dude just has the worst luck. It's like, first he loses his best friend to a bridge, bridge. And, 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 and 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 then he gets put in the Hunger Games, and now he's first not on the job. He's at he's at Freddy Fazbear's. <laughs> Oops. It's like, damn. It's and I I love the trailer for it too. Like the way it was set up, the the opening was like a very like kind of like eighties training video type thing. Yeah, which was really cool. I love that, especially with like the it, '80s music to it. It, it looks like it's gonna uh, do really good in uh, keeping up with how the game is, because mm-hmm. it showed them walk into the security room and sit down and everything. Yeah, it looks like a lot, it looks like it's gonna be really like accurate to the game, like follow the. Yep. At least, like, the, the main story. I'm excited, because, like, I used to always just thought Five Nights at Freddy's was just that one little game, and that was it, but there's actually, like, a shit ton of lore to Oh, yeah, this. there's, like, a bunch of books, so it's, like, it's about, like, five or six games, there's a VR thing that came out, it's it's a lot, yeah. lot of stuff, a lot more than I thought it was going to be, actually. Yep. But, I'm um, excited. Me too. And then, I, I really think it's exciting, it, you know, it is being produced by Blumhouse, so that's kind of yep. adding fuel to the fire of, like, oh, are we going to get Five Nights? I know. How's I'm really hoping, this I'm year? hoping we do. I'm really, especially after seeing this, I'm like, yeah, I could definitely yep. see this as a house. Like, the game definitely That'd translates well sick. to it, but, like, seeing the movie and, like, seeing the sets, like, you know, in live action, I was like, oh, yeah, this, this could definitely be a great house. Yep. And then, uh, not to do with Five Nights at Freddy's, but... Uh, just something I saw recently. So, first set photos of Beetlejuice two has has come out, and Renona Ryder is is there, and it looks like they're keeping the original Lydia hairstyle on yep, her. She's got I was the like, original huh, look. I saw that too. That's an interesting look for for like older older Renona Ryder. I, I figured they would might go for like a different look for Lydia, but nope. So. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, either way, it's it's whatever. It's I'm, I'm still, I'm still excited Ryder. for it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm still excited for it. Yes, I cannot absolutely. believe we're actually in 2023 and we're finally actually legitimately <laughs> talking about actual set photos from that movie. I'm, I'm still not going to believe it's actually coming out till we're in theaters watching it. 36 years later. Yeah. 36 it, years it, since it, the original it, came out. Until we'll, we're sitting in the theaters and, and we get past the logo and the movie actually starts, I'm not going to believe we're actually watching it. Oh, speaking of upcoming films. Uh-oh. Maxine. We've got a release date for oh, Maxine. Yep. July seventh or fourth? Fourth of July. Yeah, fourth it of July, yeah. All American uh, maybe. Um, next year, unfortunately though. All American though. Yep. But we're not getting it till next year. Yeah. But you know what? You know what? That's, That's okay. still it's okay. It's a great way yep. to celebrate what better way to celebrate America than to celebrate grindhouse porn actresses. Exactly. <laughs> Who are a fucking star who's who's more american like seriously nobody's more american than maxine yep doesn't even come close nope <laughs> uh except for maybe rex kwando from napoleon dynamite oh yeah absolutely <laughs> you don't want to take a groundhouse kick while he's wearing one of those bad boys <laughs> when you get kicked <laughs> all you see is freedom all you see is freedom he yeah. will kick the communism out of you <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Oh Jesus god. Christ. Uh anyway. was there any was there anything else that's um like major news wise that we have seen recently? I don't think so. Uh if you like uh super fun uh uh don't think about it too much campy shark movies, uh the Meg oh, uh, the the Meg to the trench, trench came out and it looks really cool, but then there was this one shot where Jason Statham like drives a fucking sea doo and spins it and, like has a a kata- f- and has a katana. <laughs> I was like, absolutely, this is gonna be sick. Hell yeah, that's <laughs> gonna be campy as shit. Oh my god, I cannot wait for that. Uh, oh, actually, I did. I did just remember because we. I, I forgot that we didn't have an episode the week before, but Dead by Daylight news. Oh yes, the best fucking character ever has been released. Like, uh, we're supposed to be getting more details. I think it's the fifth of July on this. Yep. Dead by Daylight is going to have Nicolas Cage. Our fucking boy Nick Cage. Nick is Cage gonna is going to be in by Dead Daylight. by Daylight, and you know why he's going to be in Dead by Daylight? Why? One of his kids is such a huge fan of the game. He literally begged the developers to put his dad into the game. That's sick. I love that. That's sick. Can you That's, imagine? I love how. Can you imagine like the developers of <laughs> freaking Dead by Daylight get like an email or like a phone call from somebody like claiming to be Nicolas Cage's dad? It's like, hey, can you guys like put my dad in the game? And they're like, we don't know who your dad is. Like, you guys definitely know who my dad is. It's uh, it's Nick Cage. <laughs> it's Nick fucking Cage. <laughs> And like the, you can see a tiny little bit of his character model in like the the mini like teaser trailer that came out, and I'm like, nope. it looks really good. It looks just like Nick Cage. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I just love it, man. God, I fucking love Nick Cage so much. And not only just has he just been, been absolutely fucking the best at horror, now he's gonna be in Dead by Daylight. This is insane. <laughs> and I want to play. I love Nick it. Cage. So I love bad. it. I absolutely. I, I don't even play Dead by Daylight, but I will play as Dead by Daylight. And play as Nick Cage. Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! god. I, I think they said That's too that wonderful. he's going to be. You can choose him as as different types of characters, so not just the killer or survivor. I think you can play as both. So oh, yeah. what I want, what I want is to play a game where I play Nick Cage as the survivor, and you play as Ghostface. Yeah. <laughs> Best thing ever, right there. That'd be great. Oh we said Nick Cage lines the whole time. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> Whichever one I'm not in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think that may be it. Hold on. Me. Hmm. Uh, look up. Oh, uh, I know. Well, not necessarily like it will be news. Uh, it'd be it'll be passed by the time people listen to this but uh after this recording because i won't be able to catch it live it starts right now uh, uh the fangoria chainsaw awards oh yeah that's right. sh- shutter yep checking that out hoping me a goth and terrifier too uh fingers crossed good thing oh uh, uh, what was it oh oh uh, i forgot uh i'll have to send you the link for it uh Somebody I, I saw on Twitter found it. Uh, there's some like uh, other country uh, website that that uh, specializes in physical media is selling it. 
they're selling a director's cut of Infinity Pool that oh you can buy. God, <laughs> have to no. see that. I have to get that and see that. Oh man, I, I definitely <laughs> have to see that too. Yep. Which is so weird because I was talking about this on Twitter like a month ago, where I was like, you know, I saw it only the one time. I didn't love it when I first saw it, but I still like think about Infinity Pool. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know what about that movie stuck with me, but I still think about that. Like, the weird shit that happened in that movie. It was it was a pretty insane movie. But also how amazing Mia Goth was in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it? I'm scrolling through Bloody Disgusting right now. Oh, also, quick note. Um, I just saw this on Amazon today, actually, because I was just kind of browsing through movies this morning. Um, I don't know how long it's been up there, but The Northman is right now. It's on, it's on Amazon Prime for you to watch. Oh, hell yeah. So if you haven't seen it, or if you want to rewatch it, by all means, it's a great movie. Watch it. It's worth it. It is. It's amazing. It's Robert Eggers. Uh, I mean, it's top tier Robert Eggers. Anything Robert Eggers has done is top tier. (laughs) It is. It actually is. That's why he's my favorite director. Uh, I'm not. I don't think I've seen anything else. Uh, Oh, uh, okay. uh, 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 Here we go. Uh, Apparently, a a psychological thriller about a surfer gang uh, in a beach uh, is coming out called The Surfer, and it stars with Nick Nick Cage. Cage. Yes, I saw that too, and I completely forgot about that until you brought it up. But I'm like, oh my god, (laughs) Surfer Nicholas Cage with a cold of surfers. That'll be be great. Hell yeah, count me in. Think that may be it, though. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm looking, for that. I don't see anything else right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, it's been a little quiet, except for, like, the big trailers <laughs> and stuff like that. But, um, but you know, it's good stuff that's coming out. We've, you know, finally getting, not really, like, a, I wouldn't even say it's, like, a huge trailer for Friday, for Five Nights, because it's only, like, what, like, a 45-second thing? Yeah. Weird. Um, But, yeah, hopefully we get, like, an actual trailer for it. But like not super long trailer or anything, cause uh, I don't I don't like trailers too much anymore. Cause they they do spoil quite a bit of movies now. Yeah, yeah, they did. Like um, if you guys haven't heard the movie of Evil Dead Rise, they yep. The seeing the trailer kind of hurt us for, for watching the movie because a lot of the stuff that happens in the trailer, or that that happens in the movie, was already shown in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it is what it is. Um. What more can you say? That's why I'm trying my best to avoid trailers, unless it's like something short like that Five Nights One that was like literally a forty second ad. Yeah, I'm like that doesn't really show you anything. Plus, uh, I already kind of know the basics of Five Nights, so it's it's okay. Oh, uh, uh, real quick, uh, uh, beginning filming this fall, Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey Two. Oh dear Lord, no! It's been confirmed to be filming this fall. Oh God, the movie was so bad. <laughs> It was bad, but it was entertaining. <laughs> the point where we made the cult. Uh, what are we, the we honeypot did. cult? Honeypot cult, yeah. And had to go watch that other one. Yep. The Hot Topic is still selling the shirts, too. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> the blood. Yeah, last time I went to the mall and I went to Hot Topic, Love I was like, oh my god, they have blood and honey shirts. <laughs> I should get one. We, we should all get one and wear a Mecha Chin one night. Oh my god. People be like, did you guys really like that movie? What the fuck? <laughs> Just walk around like a honey pot. What's yeah. up? What up? Where's where's the Winnie where's the blood and honey house? <laughs> Where the poo at? 
Where, where the poo at? Yeah. God damn. All right. Well, All right. I say we get into Saul stuff. Which is what we're supposed to be getting into. Yes. But of course, we get sidetracked. This um, is what happens when Vanya is not here to, uh, you know, us keep us in, in check. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so here's what we're doing today. Uh, because we're so excited for Saw 10, we decided we're huge fans of the franchise. Why don't we do a top 10 list on our favorite traps? Yep. Now and it, we're doing the entire franchise. On Saw the entire 1 franchise. All through spiral. spiral. Yep. Now, I am. we didn't really have ground rules per se, but we had like, we, we don't know what our lists are yet. We haven't talked yep. about our lists. All we know is that we have lists. Yeah, like, that's you know, it. <laughs> we, we, we haven't seen each other's lists. So this is gonna be great. Yep. And we all we both have our own criteria by how we chose. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So like to explain our, my criteria, um, I went by overall creativity and design of the trap, how impactful it is in terms of what the lesson is it's trying to teach, and uh, also in terms of not escaping it, how gory was it, <laughs> or how violent oh, the trap was. Uh, I had four bases for my criteria. My first one was: Does it fit the saw? The, the saw? The saw? Does it fit the saw ideology, which is uh, basically like you know the whole theme of saw of you know giving a lesson, letting people appreciate their life? Uh, mm. Does the does the the trap uh, you know fit the the crime? You know, punishment fit the crime, uh, etc. Uh, is it survivable or, you know, basically as long as it's not straight up murder, because unfortunately, like, uh, there are some traps in this, in this franchise that are unwinnable that were just designed just to straight up kill the victims, no matter what, mm-hmm. uh, was it executed? Well, uh, you know, pretty much almost the same criteria as, uh, as uses were they uh, executed? Well, uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then just and then the the last one was just simply d- did I like it? Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, like there, are, I think there's like maybe one or two. I think it's just one and no, yeah. two, two in this of mine that are technically not regular traps because they would be they would have been straight up murder or they are straight up murder. But yeah. The fact that the design for them I was think, so cool and and what they did for the franchise are cool. That's why I still put them on that list. Yeah, I have two. I have two traps on mine that are straight up murder, mm-hmm. uh, that, that are unwinnable. But that's because I just I, they were like my some of my favorites, so I couldn't leave them yeah. off. Which I mean, I you know I, I'm saying I don't want to do straight up murder things, but literally my favorite character in the Saw franchise is D- D- Detective Hoffman. Who, even though he does at first, you know, go by the saw rules and, and doesn't stray too far, he does end up going on a straight up fucking legit killing spree in the <laughs> sickest, most badass way ever. Just, like, not, like, not only does he do it for like, he doesn't do it for like enjoyment, he literally does it uh, just to cause a distraction. <laughs> yeah, it just cause it. Uh, he kills like fucking 10, maybe 10. 11 cops yep. it, or in and, and people goes like this motherfucker literally like 
John Wick did an entire uh, room uh, full uh, of cops. Yeah, he literally does. He takes a body, he replaces a body, and he gets in the fucking body bag. He goes in the morgue, they unzip him, and then he's, he's like, surprise, stabs him in the neck, gets out, and then <laughs> does this whole surprise stab in the neck, uh, shank stuff, and then shoots a, a dude straight through a fucking one-way mirror. Yep. All to just get to Jill. <laughs> Ridiculous. He kills like ten people. It's fucking insane. <laughs> that, that, that's why people, uh, people, uh, I, I saw on the Dead Meat. Uh, I think it was Dead Meat. Uh, the, the, they named him uh, Detective Hoffman. The Hoffinator. The Hoffinator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Hoffinator. But I don't know what it is. Uh, what what it is about him, but it's. Just ever since, ever since I saw Detective Hoffman, it was like the first time ever in a movie where it was like uh, I, I, I love John Kramer, and then like you know you get this new guy and you're kind of like ah, oh, God, who's this ripoff? And then you're like, oh, holy shit, I like this guy. Actually, I think I may actually like this guy more than John <laughs> Kramer. It's weird. I mean, I can see that. I, I feel I still think John is like my go-to. Oh yeah, I mean John's the OG, but like with Hoffman, it was like. He started out with this like really cool like vigilante like type thing where he was just trying to uh he you know he lost his sister and he was trying to get uh revenge on on his sister's killer and stuff and then he you know becomes the apprentice but then he sort of becomes darker yeah. throughout. Yeah, like and I will say outside of like you know one of the things I like the most about Hoffman is just how calculating he is. He's extremely calculated, like, yeah. Like obviously you know like Kramer had the the technical know-how and like the the engineering background of like building all these things. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, like the whole cat and mouse game that he sets up with Peter Strom and Saw 5, that yeah. is like genius level intellect. It's in there too. it's insane. I I think Hoffman's downfall was the fact that he he has he has a feud with with Jill. Yeah. If, if if he was on the same page with Jill, he would have probably it got even further. I, I mean, we're not even. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't know. We're to assume he's dead because they didn't mention him in Jigsaw. Yeah, and that's like ten years later. But you never actually see Hoffman die. Yeah, I think. I think it, it would was be like cool. I think it was what happened. Back, what happens but... with every villain at some point? They get so sure of themselves that they just get sloppy. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, like out of the apprentices, he's my favorite. Uh, I, I do want to see more of the new print apprentice Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I kind of liked Amanda, but I don't know. She kind of got annoying when she would start getting jealous and just making these like awful traps yeah, that just was, straight up killed people. She was just like ruled by emotion at that point. Yeah, but yeah, definitely Hoffman's yeah. my favorite. Which I mean, I, thought, I, I do definitely like don't... Logan. There's definitely no apprentice of Amanda that I or Amanda of, of Kramer that I of, dislike or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that I just happen to like Hoffman more than Amanda. For me, exactly. it's like for me, that, it's be like Hoffman, Logan, Amanda. Yeah, that's how it is for me too. Yeah, not to say yeah, that because uh, Amanda was also really, really calculating too, especially when having to maintain appearances and saw two during that entire nerf game. Nerf yeah, no, but, trap, but yeah. And what's also great about Hoffman is that this motherfucker, a literal police detective, he still has to go to work. So this motherfucker is being like jigsaw by night. The own trap that he's created. <laughs> yes. It's insane. Yep. I love it. And and he has literally 
Probably one of the greatest things ever was I, I remember in theaters just like being so happy and clapping and amazed when the whole uh, the ending of Saul Five when he just like gets in that glass coffin and goes down in the thing and the blood's splattering and you realize that it's literally like he literally just set that dude up the whole time. Yup. Smart man. Yep. All right. All right. But let, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we we tangent about our favorite jigsaw apprentices. <laughs> so now we'll talk about the actual traps. All right. So, starting off at my number ten, I have the drowning box from Saw Five. That is okay. the, the yeah, box that they put Peter yeah. Strom in. Supposed yeah, to be the one, inescapable yeah. trap. Yeah, the one where he takes the pin and makes his own. Like, I didn't know that could even work like that. And create, it literally makes a tracheotomy. Yeah, gives I didn't know that, that worked like and that. Gives himself literally breathing room for that, which is insanity. But that the overall cool design shit. is really cool. It's really scary as like, like in terms of the claustrophobia it, and also the water element of it. Of like, exactly. This dude is literally putting in like, you know, the giant like water cooler bottles full of water yeah. into you. <laughs> Yeah, and you're literally just in a box, and like, like just your head is in a box. It's like, can you imagine drowning, but the rest of your body is completely fine? Mm-hmm. But you're just, it's just your head's in the box. Like that's, that's the scariest shit. Wild, yeah. That is that is just like really scary because like, especially because like the way he was like set up in it, where like his head is like slightly like kind of tilted up, so you really can't. There's like no movement there. Yeah. Little to no movement, all the, other than like your arms and legs, you know. Which I mean, if Hoffman was actually smarter, he would have just tied him up. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, it wouldn't have gotten that awesome scene of this guy literally giving himself a tracheotomy. That was insane. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Stabbing himself in the neck with a pen and opening the and cap. yeah, and I liked it because it also that's also a big thing in the saw the saw ideology is the how strong is your will to survive, mm-hmm. is your will to live. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. Great trap, right. great design. I loved it. Good one. Starting off pretty good with number ten. Like that. So uh, my first one on number my first one uh, and like I said this this list took a long time to even <laughs> come up with the traps and then even to sit down and rank them and honestly these could be anywhere but I'm just gonna go by what I put uh, my number ten I'm starting off with the classic the bathroom trap from Saul one uh, yeah, this was set up by John and uh, later we find out Amanda also helped set it up. Yep. With uh, Doctor Gordon and uh, is it is it uh, Adam? I think is his uh, name. Yeah, Gordon. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jeff, uh, yeah <laughs> it was you know, Jeff Gordon. Yeah, not Jeff Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 Jeff yeah. Gordon with NASCAR back. driver Jeff Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, just simply, you know, you're you, you're chained up. Uh, you have a, a little rusty saw, uh, a, a hacksaw, and then. Uh, You've got a, a chain on your leg, and it's pretty simple how to escape. Yeah. You have to saw your leg off, your foot off at least. Yep. Doctor Gordon. And does. Enough, that's, actually, that's actually my number nine. That's the next one on my list. Oh wow! So look at that. Because again, it, it comes on the simplicity of it, but I also love all the little yeah. like things, like bits and pieces <laughs> that you could have done in the game. Like you know, the the basis yeah. of the game was originally was Gordon. You need to kill Adam to escape. Yeah, like that was the main thing. 
Yep. And the fact that there's like multiple ways that he either could have done that and he didn't because he could have poisoned him with a cigarette. Yep. He could have shot him with a gun. Yep. He could have literally gotten him like gotten his own foot off and then killed him with, you know, with like saying in any other way. Yeah. There's like a multiple ways he could have done it, but I love the, the fact, fact that he fought that. He's like, I, I'm a doctor that like goes beyond, you know, like my Hippocratic oath to harm another human being. Yeah. And it's so awesome that like all of this first original, no movie is ever going to like blow me away. The first, like the first Saul movie, the first time I saw it, mm-hmm. like I love how the bathroom trap is pretty much the whole movie uh, besides like them showing all the other ones. And then you finally get it at the end with them sawing it off and stuff. And then you're trying to figure out what's going on, and you find out that it's literally the, the dead guy the time. in the middle of the floor from the whole movie is fucking John Kramer. And he just gets up, and it's like, nothing. holy shit, this movie is insane. Yep. I mean, I mean, it was directed by James Wan, so of course it's. Yeah, no, and not to not to mention like the little like not even that twist, but like the red herring twist where like the guy that you think is is Jigsaw is just somebody else playing the game too. Yep, exactly. And it's just like, damn, like this dude thought it all out. Yep, it's insane. But but also, wasn't uh, is uh, this is the one where uh, isn't this the one where Amanda fucked up because she when she threw one of them in the. Uh, in the bathtub, she threw the key. She threw the key on down the drain. when he woke up. So he was pretty much there was no way he was going to escape unless he found some other way. Yeah, but at the same time, like, was she supposed to do that, or was she just supposed to put the key in the water at some point? I think she was supposed to put the key in the water. Oh, jeez. It's yeah, because Amanda, Amanda like really fucked up she a lot of stuff. It up. Yeah. Yeah, that that but was yeah. like the one thing that was like a little bit weird for me, cause though, cause like it's so inconvenient in any other way. Like, what if he had still thrashed around? Even though that was in the water, would have still gone down the drain. And if it didn't, yeah. it would have been a really easy way to get out of the trap, cause the key would have just been right there on the tub. Exactly. So it's like a little hard to like determine what the actual point of the key itself was. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it's it's a classic. It's a classic. You can't leave it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen? Uh, uh, speaking of this, we're on Saul One. H- have you seen th- the thing where where somebody has zoomed in on the cell phone because one of them has a cell phone and th- they're trying to call and they check the it, like when they have their phone before they flip their phone up, it shows it's one of the old phones, so it shows the the, the date on the phone before they open it. Did you have oh, you seen the thing? Like something like right before nine eleven. It's, septi- it's September tenth, two thousand one. Is the day that they're in the bathroom. It's my was like, boy, these guys are not going to have a good time tomorrow either. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. It's like, how do you like? Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine going through that Dr. and then the next like, day? I I'm alive. I, I'm missing a leg, but I made it out. A second plane they, is crashing to the tower. They're like, like, oh my what god. What the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah. Uh, plus, we get the awesome. This, I love this because this also sets up. Uh, we get the awesome uh, Dr. Gordon character who later, later on becomes an apprentice, sort of, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he does become an apprentice. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of strange, too, because, like, I like that he's cool also referenced. Too. 
Well, I mean, like, Dr. Gordon himself. I, I like that he's kind of referenced throughout other things in the franchise, too. Yep. Like, uh, in Saw 3, Lynn's, uh, one of the other doctors that in the same hospital was Gordon. Yep. He shows up in 7. Um, something to do, I think, in Saw 4 also deals with, like, mentions Gordon. Yeah. Something to do with, like, one of the lawyers, I think. That's so a, like uh, bits and pieces, or they even reference him in Saw Six when he's like, "Oh yeah, Doctor Gordon isn't that great of a doctor, or whatever." There's this new experimental treatment that I could go and do. Yeah. So yeah, there's like a lot that, of like reference. That's like that why they keep I love prevalent. That's why I love this franchise so much, and why I defend it because it, 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 people can easily look at it and be like, "Oh my god, there's like ten films. This is ridiculous." And like, yeah, it's a lot. But this is like the the the, the franchise that I've, I've I don't know how they do it, but they somehow manage to make everything come full circle and make sense and fit in with everything. Mm-hmm. Every movie connects and makes sense. Yeah, it's insane. Especially yeah, like, so- it, it, when it's something that you don't even think about. Like let's say when you're watching like Saw Three, you're like, "What the heck was in that you know that folder that Amanda was reading?" Yeah, and then you find out. And in then Saw you don't 4. find out till like Saw Five, I think actually is when you like yeah. find out what she actually what Hoffman even put in the folder. You find out it's Hoffman, but you don't find out what is in the folder until like Saw Five. Yep, and it's ridiculous. You're like, "Oh, remember that folder from Saw 3? It's like, uh, "Maybe." Yeah, I think there was a folder. <laughs> there was a folder. What folder? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's, so that's my number 10, the back okay. of the trap. And that was my number 9, so I guess I would just bounce it back to you and we'll be your number 9 there. Okay, so my number 9 is interesting, and it has, actually, I've got a little bit of trivia for my number 9. Uh, my number 9 is from Saw 6, and it was set up by John and uh, De- 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 Detective Hoffman, and it's the Pound of Flesh trap between okay. the two uh, debt collectors yep. who... Yeah, so like in this, so basically the way it's set up is they have these, they have this thing on their head where if the timer goes off, these screws will screw into their brain and, and kill them. They have to, uh, they there's a scale in the middle of the room, and whoever, whoever sacrifices the most flesh wins. And it, the, the the one dude on one side, uh, 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 he's overweight, and so he has like a lot of a lot more flesh than the other woman, and so he's just cutting off these like big ass pieces of his fucking flesh and dropping them. And you're thinking, oh man, this girl's screwed. And nope, she just says fuck it. And near the end, she just grabs a a a, a grabs some stuff, cut, uh, uh, wraps it around her arm, takes a meat cleaver, and fucking hacks her arm off and throws it in there, and then immediately the tips game. tips the scale and, and wins. And a uh, little trivia about this one because it's called uh, it's, good, it's referred to as the the pound of flesh trap. Uh, so the term pound of flesh is actually a reference to William Shakespeare played the Merchant of uh, the base. Merchant of, of Venice in the play Shylock is a uh, is a money uh, a Jewish money lender who lends money to his Christian rival Antonio, and uh, he sets the security at a pound of Antonio's flesh from next to his heart. When Antonio ends up going bankrupt, he defaults on his loan, and Shylock demands a pound of flesh. Yep. Which again has to do with debt collecting. You know, he's he's here to yeah. collect on his debt. Yeah, which I thought that was. I loved how they did that. How they had two two debt collectors, and they had this 
trap that is literally set up just like that. And and one of the reasons I chose it is because like you know it, it could just seem like a simple thing, but it's like you have to put yourself in their perspective. It's like it's like would you really be able to do it? Like would you like what would you do? Would you start cutting away at your skin, or would you just hack off a fucking limb and and be done with it? Yeah. But but it, 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 it is obviously it's it's survivable. It absolutely is uh, survivable. Yeah. It, it's survivable and and it fits the it fits all my criteria and stuff. Uh, it, it is insane though. After like uh, later on, there is like a because like later on another Saw movie, they end up uh, seeing her. They see her later on, and she's in a support group, and she actually has this one line where she says, uh, uh, where she's they're talking about what they learned from their. Uh, from surviving and she's like well the, the best thing i ever got uh i got from mine was uh was was handicapped parking at the fucking mall <laughs> i was like oh damn yeah which at the same time it, it's a nice like telling thing of like hey you know john you may not be allowed to see it but your method your method does not work like you thought it would like sure it yeah helps it's, out. it helped out maybe some people maybe it corrupted others or maybe it didn't. Some people just didn't learn. I, I, I would say it corrupted almost uh, almost everybody that survives. Besides, like her, obviously, unless you're emotionally scarred, or uh, uh, you know, from obviously physical trauma and all the yeah. trauma, you you most of the other ones become apprentices. I think so like the, yeah, because I think like the only two that don't really become apprentices per se, but are still part of that support group, was the, the the only two survivors from Saw Five. Yeah, the um, the, the son and mom. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Who? The, the, the people that were all supposed to work as a team in Saw 5, the only oh, survivors yeah, yeah. ones that, like, they, they legit split oh. their entire arm all the way up to, like, the Oh, yeah, yeah, that fucking dude. Like, they <laughs> were they were skull, kind of, yeah. like, there, but I, I don't think, I think they kind of, because you know what, they, yeah. they learned their lesson during the game. Yeah. Which we'll get to, because it's also on my list somewhere. Yeah, so I want to talk about that so, a little bit. So more. yeah, so number nine was my was pound of flesh trap from Sauce. That's, that's a great trap. I love that trap. It's I love the simplicity of it as well, where it's yeah. just like simple machine, cut something off of yourself to even the scales yeah. out. Yeah, simple yet effective. Which at the same time, it also I I love that it's um, it goes back to that old saying too. You know, it's oh you know you want to get out of the situation, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. In this mm-hmm. case, it, co- it costs her an arm. It costs her an arm, yep. Which I liked. But anyway, number eight for me. Simple trap. So scary when I first saw this. The Venus flytrap from Saw 2. Ooh. Nice. I love this trap. I love how simplistic it is. Because, again, it's very simple. It's just like one thing strapped to this dude's chest that will just yeah. compress and really yeah. close on his face like a Venus flytrap. Uh, yeah, I think I have I have that on my honorable mentions. The okay. death mask. Yeah, and it's one of those things where like, okay, the dude was like, well, I think he was like a paparazzi or like a snitch or something, and he was like, he relied on his eyesight. To, he was like, yeah, kind of like that. Um, yeah. So, so like, yeah, so like one of his eyes is like pretty much done for, and there's a key behind there. So he literally has to take to, like, out his eye. Yeah. To get to to the key, which it, so it's one of those things where like first of all, it ties in very very much with like what the lesson is of like you know like using your sight to do good you know like see yep. things and you know like report bad things don't just like ruin other people's lives by what you see or what you witness and like sharing it with everybody. Yeah. And also down to would you be willing to go that far as to blind yourself to survive? 
Yeah. So I'm like, damn. And then again, yeah, it all, I, and, and again, it even harkens back when you watch the end of Saw 7, you're like, oh shit, that was Dr. Gordon that put the key in there. Yep. They're like, that's even cooler. Yep. So like, but yeah, I thought that was a great trap. I, um, especially... <laughs> I, I love the way he's like, let me give you a hint, and it's just an x-ray of, this, of like, a skull with a key in, there, in the eye socket. <laughs> I love, I love the so little, funny. I love the little, like, obvious hints he gives. It's like, let me <laughs> give you a hint. Beep! Okay, there's your hint. It's like, shit! Fuck, I, shit. I blinked, I'm sorry, can you play that again? I'll play that again, please. Which, I, isn't it funny, because didn't they make a joke about that in, like, Scary Movie 4? I think it was so. like the same trap on. <laughs> yeah. There's also uh, uh all of you ever seen it, there's a YouTube video where it's like a if uh if jig uh, a living with jigsaw and it's like this dude's roommates with 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 Billy the puppet. Oh no. And it's just like he he's like constantly like just trying to do like everyday things. It's like like there was one like he like he was trying to go to the bathroom and and, 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 he, and all of a sudden Billy the puppet's just sitting on the bathtub and he's like, Oh he's like, You're trying to go to the toilet. Oh, but there's a bunch of mouse traps on the floor. But <laughs> and also uh and, and he sets it up to where it's like and also this happens and this happens and if this happens then it's gonna cause the uh, uh the toilet to overflow and then all your on to all your electronic devices and, and, then, and then he like hides he, he like he, he feeds his dog his car keys and he's like um uh, he yeah yeah he feeds his dog his car keys and he's like all right all right oh, oh no you you're late for work um uh where are your car keys and it's like i'll tell you where it's in your best friend it's like will you cut it will you cut your best friend up to uh get your car keys uh, so you not so you're not late for work for oh the fourth time God. this week <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. like god damn it that's terrible <laughs> Jesus I love yeah. that I mean, you have to send me that video I need to see that I'll send you a bit they're funny <laughs> as hell but yeah no I, I really enjoyed the trap I thought it was really well executed in terms of like how you like the creation of it the design yeah. of it was really cool because it also reminds me of like an Iron Maiden yeah yeah, from, like, yeah medieval times you know yep and it uh, it looked really awesome when it went off when he didn't survive. And that just goes shot. You're like, oh god. Yep. <laughs> You're like, oh shit. Poor dude. Yep. And uh, that was your number eight. That was my number eight. All right. So my number eight is from, uh, I think okay a lot. Uh, I have a lot of repeats from the same from the same movies. I think I have a, a good bit from this one. Uh, my number eight is uh, from Saw Six, okay. and it was set up by it was set up by John and Detective Hoffman, and it is the shotgun carousel trap. It has there's a bunch of there's uh, I think it's like six or eight people. I think so, yeah. Or is I think it's like six people. They're on a carousel. There's a shotgun loaded up, and a person will stop in front of the shotgun. And then there's another person. Uh, it's the uh, it's the one guy's tri- uh, trial, and he has to stick his hand on a th- in a thing and basically get hurt in order to lift the shotgun up for it to shoot in the air. Or if he doesn't, it's going to shoot them. And so it's basically like a constant like you have to pretty much plead your case. Yep. With this dude, and it's like it's so scary because you know that it, he can do it twice. So four people are going to die. 
And it's like, can you imagine like being on the carousel and the person in front of you uh, gets picked to not die? And you're like, ah, shit. What the fuck? You're just like, and it's like, it, it's simple, but yet super effective. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's really scary. Not only that, it's also like just seeing how these people plead their case and how they like yeah. literally like yell over each other and just like say, oh, don't yeah. save him, save me. Yep. And like how they'll even lie. Like some of them are like, oh, what about my sick mother? And the other guy's like, he just, she doesn't have a sick mom. She's lying. Save me. <laughs> yeah, I think one girl says she's pregnant and then the other dude's like, no, she's, she's fucking lying. She's not pregnant. And, stuff. and then. <laughs> What's great is like the final dude who doesn't get picked. He's really screams at the guy you to look me. at look you me, in me. The eye when look you me in the me. eye when you when you kill me. <laughs> Not like, only is, is it the physical torture, this dude's getting like emotional yes. torture out of it. And it was just God. It was just such a well executed scene. Yeah, it really. I was. loved it. And it was so simple yet complicated at the same time because it's got a lot of moving parts with like the shotgun. The carousel yeah. moving, and then you got the guy that's having to like put his thing, you know, like put his hand on the thing to like stop it. So there's a lot going on, but at the end of the day, yeah. it's, it's still a very simple idea for a trap. Yeah, with with Saw Six, also in the same with like Saw Three, and I think Four and Five, uh, Four and Five, uh, they they got rid of the whole uh, people have their own. Uh, their own people are set up in their own traps. A lot of these are more trials. Yes, yeah. somebody else is in charge of your fate. Yep, and and it's always somebody that's related to this main person that's being tested. Yeah, which at the same time it is kind of like harsh for the people that aren't you know that are are part of the test. They're not being tested themselves. Yes, because at the same time it's that's rough. <laughs> So that, that's where I'm like, does that draw the line with murder? Yeah, I know. Cause it's right, like, it's a, that's where it's like a kind of a fine line. Yeah, because it's funny because like throughout the series, John is really bad about. Uh, he 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 yells at pieces. Murder is despicable, and he he's he's not for murder at all. But he also doesn't like quite understand that like he's uh, technically killing people. He's. Killed he, 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 he's killed people. Yep, and he just he, he doesn't see it though. Yeah, it's very much a skewed view of everything. It's funny because he gets mad at people who like yell out, who like try to claim he murders people, and say, like, "Dude, yeah, you fucking murdered somebody." <laughs> I will say one of my favorite Kramer lines though is they will they will have said I I have shed innocent blood, but what is blood if not for shedding? Yeah, that is oh, cold God. blooded. That he, is such a uh, good line. Uh, he's got some really great fucking lines. He really does, and yeah. it's just like you couldn't do him. You couldn't make him any better unless you have Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell just his voice and just the everything he brings yeah. to the character just as everything. Yeah, because like I think part of it too is just like the philosophical argument of it. Like he's not. Yeah. Just, he doesn't just go and and put people on traps just because he feels like it. It's because like. For him, that's yeah. like his higher calling. That's like his destiny to do these things. Yeah, he, I mean, this guy literally he he lost his child, and then through depression and trying to kill himself, he ended up surviving something he shouldn't have survived, and realized that his will to live was now much higher. And life, so yeah. he wants to do this for other people. Yeah, he he thinks he is, uh, you know, 
being th- this is I think therapy. He used himself as like a he's hero. helping these people. Yeah. yeah. Which is really strange. Like, I think he's got like a god complex. He's like, got a com- he's like, got yeah. a god complex. Where he's like, he yeah. sees himself as this like savior of these people. I just have to test you so you can make it to heaven, yeah. type of thing. You know. Yeah. No. No. He 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 does. We do see throughout the series. He does. Uh, he, he does like. He does end up. Uh, he does uh, feel bad in some ways and and care for some some people because there are people who are legitimately about to get killed by a trap and he runs and realizes that he made a mistake and saves them like he did in, in Jigsaw at the beginning because um, yeah. he he messed up the dosages on like the sleeping agent he put for that guy yeah so he literally said oh I I didn't make the game fair yeah and and, and it, but he didn't make the game fair but then he also like you know realizes that that dude just made a a, a mistake on his own yeah and stuff but then there's also like some he's done in uh in one of the honorable mentions i have it it might be even on your list uh but i won't say it but one of the traps he sets up one of the person he sets up it's like when you he find out like why he's in there you're kind of like dude kind of i don't know it's like he didn't that was kind of an accident you really shouldn't be punishing him <laughs> so harshly I think I know what you're talking about, and I, and I I'm pretty sure it's on my list if I if I believe if, yeah. I, if I'm thinking of what you're saying. Okay. Um, so, but anyway, yeah, number eight was the shotgun carousel trap cool, in cool. Saw Six. So my number seven from Saw Four. This one was done by I believe it was either I think it was John and and Hoffman, or actually I think it might have been Hoffman himself. Okay. But that's a scalper from Software. Oh, oh, so the scalper is my in my honorable mentions. The scalper. Oh, just like thinking about the scalper it, yes. it hurts me. <laughs> yeah, this trap was 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 interesting because not only is it the trap, but there's also a twist to it where the person getting scalped is having to if they get uh if they get rescued they're they supposed have to, to kill, kill their rescuer, the person who rescues them. Yeah, but um, which is yeah, it, it's it's honestly one of my favorite traps just from that specific movie because I'm not the biggest fan of software. I think yeah. it's it's like way bottom at the list of like my top saw films. I I'm not yeah, a fan of software uh, honestly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have. Uh, let's see. Because like I have soft, two, I feel like two traps mm-hmm. that are honorable mentions from software. I no none from software made my list for best traps, but I will say software does have some interesting traps. Yeah, I feel like the I, th- it, I just think like the, the trial was just kind of hard to understand. I think until yeah, like and, until up at the end when you actually get what they're yeah. trying to do. And I also think like the person that was doing the trial was just not likable. He really Riggs was not likable. Yeah, and you're just kind of like, oh, I don't get it. And it's shit, like, dude. this dude just does not learn a lesson. Like, he has been told just this multiple die. times, and he did not learn. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, just stop and think. Yeah, it's like, literally his whole his whole like big thing was that he cared more about wanting to work than he did about his family. And like, there's even a, a, a part where... uh uh There's even a, a picture of his wife, and it says, Go home. The motherfucker just continues on yeah. instead. Like, the, and like, literally that, like the whole thing too is like you can't save everybody. 
Yeah, like, that yeah, was the that was supposed yeah, yeah, to be yeah, the yeah, big yeah. He test. wants to save everybody. That was yeah. supposed to be the big test, and I'm like, I didn't get that at all until the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. With the scalping trap, like that's interesting. Like that, that's fucking. Oh god, that was ter- Just, like, scary as shit. Yeah, because okay, so for those of you that don't know, the scalping trap is is they have a a woman set up on this chair, and her hair is put through this like little hoop, and then it's tied into these gears. When the trap activates, those gears twist, pulling her hair so hard that it literally is scalping her. Yeah. And it is... Ouch. Oh, God, it's, <laughs> it's fucking it's terrifying. so God. ouch. <laughs> I can't... That's scary to even think about. But also, you're also like, as the person trying to uh, get it, like, there's numbers on some gears... And it's like you're trying to figure that out, but also he's like, he's like, you think you would figure out a way to, to at least cut her her hair, yeah, and right. get her out of there, yeah. It's like it's like he he shoots the machine and it gets kind of angry and starts going faster. I don't know if it worked, but like, why did he like shoot her hair? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like the part that's being pulled, yeah. Like this. It's like I would, or or yeah. Riggs Rick just goes like full full commando and just was like karate chopping her hair until it just yeah. rips out. I know it's like wow. Yeah, that is like the yeah, only drawback. But in terms of scared. like the out uh, the overall like feeling of that trap, and just like how horrible it would be to be in that trap. Ooh, I don't like it. <laughs> it hoits. Mm-mm. It hoits. Yeah. But yeah, oh, that's God, my that's bad. my number seven. Number seven. Okay. So my number seven is a more recent trap, and uh, it, uh, it it just had a really cool effect for me, and I love the just love the way it was set up, uh, and it's uh I guess it it, it unfortunately falls under the uh, unwinnable uh, traps, and so this one was set up by Logan. This is from Jigsaw. This is the laser collar trap. And it's the ending trap. It's so sick because it's like you're sitting there watching it, and you see it go go after Logan, and it uh, he doesn't uh, get it. The lasers hit him, blood spurts up everywhere, and he drops down to the floor. And you're like, oh shit! Well, Logan's dead, and this other guy's over here doing it. And he's confessing, and then his lasers cut off, and he's like, oh, okay, good, thank. And then you look up, he looks up, he notices that his lasers have cut into the the floor into the ceiling because you know they're real lasers and that's the point when he looks over at the other at logan's and there's nothing on the ceiling they didn't cut into the ceiling and then fucking logan stands up Yo. the lasers activate again and he just simply turns them pulls them down and it didn't like because uh, the dude's screaming about jigsaw and he's like i am him and you find out logan's been jigsaw this entire time in this movie, yep. he was apparently Jigsaw's secret apprentice. The first from the ever very apprentice. beginning, from even before Amanda, uh, this dude was the dude who was sleeping, and and ended up. Uh, you think he died at the, at the beginning because he didn't wake up in time, but no, this is the one where Jigsaw thought he. Uh, where John uh, uh, realized that he messed up and put too much sleep and stuff in him, yep. and so it wasn't fair. So he saves him. This guy is also the guy who he was. Uh, he worked at the hospital and he accidentally me- made a mistake and mixed up X rays, and they didn't catch 
uh, John's, John's cancer, cancer in time. time yeah. But John realizes that he made a mistake, and so that's when he takes him on as an apprentice, and he ends up save he ends up uh, saving from the trap and brings him on as an apprentice. And not only that, they also man, build the reverse bear like the reverse bear trap yeah. together. Yeah, they reverse that. They, they built that one together. Uh, so, like the original reverse bear trap was done by him and Logan. Uh, but yeah, this is like it's so effective because then when after this after this the big reveal happens, the other guy's lasers activate again and they cut him and holy goddamn, he falls down. And the motherfucker, it looks like the fucking demi gorgon from Stranger Things. <laughs> But that's his head. His head just blossoms into like it's so it sick. Is it is the coolest fucking kill ever. Yo. And it, I, I thought about putting it higher, but I, I I have other stuff in there higher. But yeah, that, that was my number seven. I, mean, I actually thoroughly, seven, yeah, I actually thoroughly loved Jigsaw. And what I liked about Jigsaw was that it, it felt like a really it. it even though it wasn't a reboot, it felt like a reboot because it, it had a, a cooler look to it, like a more yeah. modern-day look to it and everything. But it still kept everything, the aspects of Jigsaw. And what was cool was they kept mentioning, they kept finding evidence of John Kramer, and they even go to his grave, and he's not there. And I was honestly in the theater. I was like, is he actually alive? Did he fucking survive? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on here? But yeah, it's, yep. it was insane. Yeah, Holly Rickman Jigsaw is it's on it's on Prime right now. It is on Prime, yeah. Not not to mention like the the overall second twist, which is like the game that you've been following the entire time is actually like one of John's first ever games, and that was like ten years ago, if not yeah, older. You're watching, than that. Watching back, yeah. yeah, and you can tell because everybody's wearing hoodies and backwards cap. Oh yeah, every single person <laughs> in this movie's wearing a hoodie and a backwards cap. <laughs> Should have been a dead giveaway right there. <laughs> Can you imagine if that actually was what happened in the case? <laughs> that's how, like, that one of those little things that, like, tells imagine, you. Imagine, oh, imagine the start of, the, imagine the start of it when they all they, they have they all have the, the buckets on their head and the but buckets there's a have a little cap on the bucket. God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! That'd be great. <laughs> oh, all right. So, uh, so anyway, my number seven laser collar trap from Jigsaw, and all it was. Right. Uh, and that was set up by Logan, who's the the newest apprentice, and but also uh, the oldest, <laughs> the oldest, but also uh, he's still there. Some yeah. So right now, apprentice wise, it would be him and yeah. Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Him and Gordon are still alive. So if yeah. they ever like actually finally do a sequel, not a maybe part of it in between film movie like Spiral, maybe they'll come back. Yeah. So yeah, let's hear your number seven. All right, of... or number six in this case, right? Is it? Yeah, number six. Yeah, okay, yeah, I said six. it seven first. Okay. So my number six is Jeff's game from Saw Three. I tell okay. you, uh, Jeff's game in the entire it's like the the game that takes over the entire runtime of Saw Three. It's the one where this guy that his son was hit by a drunk driver, and it was a hidden run, I believe, and yeah. the you know the the guy that committed the manslaughter got away on a technicality. Yeah. And this dude was like it's so unfair and he was plotting to kill this man in cold blood. Yeah. But now because he's like so caught up in his son's death like he just can't get past this. So like yeah. to the point where he's neglecting his wife and he's neglecting his own daughter. So you're like damn, okay. 
Interesting. This is one of those things where, like, okay, value your life. Yeah. So the whole thing about this is literally having Jeff come face-to-face with everything that had to do with the case of his son's death and learning forgiveness. Yeah. So he's got to deal with the woman that was that would have been a key witness in the trial, but she refused to testify. Yep. Which is what led to the guy getting out on a technicality. Uh, the judge presiding over the case. Yep. And also the killer himself, like the guy that killed his son. Yeah. And and the guy who killed his son, he he legitimately feels awful about it, and it, it was a complete accident. And I, that's why I didn't put that trap in my top ten because I didn't feel that he, he deserved that. He didn't – I don't think he should have been in there. Okay. Yeah, for me, for me, it was it was definitely one of those. Yeah, like, because because his trap things. is yeah, his trap is called the rack. The, the rack, and it's fucking brutal. It is really brutal. <laughs> Probably one of the most brutal traps ever. Yep. I mean, Jigsaw even says over the thing, "It's my favorite." Trap and he I've laughs at that done. one too. That's how you know he's yeah. like twisted up. Yeah, he's like, which is weird. He's like personal favorite. <laughs> my personal favorite because it's weird. It's weird because he's like you know he's also the same man. It's like murder is despicable. That's this is my favorite me. burger trap. <laughs> <laughs> Jigsaw, John John Kramer. He's a he's a he's a weird individual. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a multifaceted individual. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, I I like the overall like message of this one. I think that's why I really put it up here because of of the whole okay. thing of like having to force this man to, oh, to deal with his grief. Yeah, it's, so you're putting his entire thing for your number six for my number six. Yeah. Okay. See, that's interesting because my number six is the pig vat trap from Saw Three, <laughs> and uh, and and it's not necessarily. Uh, the aspect of the trap of like the, the pig vat, like what it is, is like the judge, uh, the, the judge who 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 gave the who got who got the guy off on a technicality, uh, he uh, he's he's like basically tied down at the end of the he's he's uh strapped down at the end of, uh, end of a vat by his neck, and there's these uh all these saw blades above him, and these. Dead pigs are being dropped in one by one. And not only that, they're like just, disgusting, like rancid. Yeah, they're like disgusting. They're like covered in maggots and shit. And they're just being, and they're dropped down on the blades. And once they're done with the blades, they're pretty much just a pool of liquid. And they're being poured onto this man. So he's pretty much going to be suffocated in, in this pig's blood and dead pig's awful shit. And Jeff has to. This is the part. This is why I put it put it in my top in my six is because of uh, and not I mean, the physical aspect of it. Yeah, that's disgusting. That'd be an awful way to die. But I think the emotional aspect of this is so heartbreaking because Jeff has to burn all of his son's possessions. Just it's like, can key. you imagine being a parent and having to like burn your your son's possessions to get the key? to free the man because you're having to choose between burning your kids possessions your memories of your kid or living with probably living with the uh guilt of you killing a man basically. which at the same time he it, it's what's one of the things i like about the entire game is that it's multifaceted still because yeah. whichever keys that jeff needed to get 
they wouldn't necessarily just save that person. He could use them to open the door to the next room and just still leave yeah. that person there. So it was still up to Jeff to decide to forgive them or not. Yeah. And it's and interesting because the... you see Jeff actually do make the effort a little bit. But there are moments where he just does not care. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Like yeah, the poor yeah, woman in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's my thing. Way like, too oh, late did he decide that it was like, okay, maybe I, I should love... save her. <laughs> Yeah, like I like I love Saw Three, but I don't necessarily like Jeff. And one of the reasons I don't like Jeff is this dude just walks so goddamn slow, and it's like he gives no shit. I will give you that. I will give you that. I, I, I'm just like, dude, can you hurry the fuck up? <laughs> like, what the hell is your problem? <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing- it's, it's like I understand why he did it in this one. Like he literally, like it's like he slowly walks down the stairs to burn his son's possession while the fucking judge the is like, just Please being, help me! I'm dying here. I'm fucking drowning over here. Pigs <laughs> yeah, but like I think the other reason that I put the entire game on there is because of the end of it when you find yeah. out that the the kind of like what you think is the B plot combines into the A-plot of, like, oh, yeah. shit, the the doctor that uh, John's had as a hostage his entire time is Jeff's wife. Yes, Jeff's wife. And not only that, Amanda just shot her. <laughs> yeah. So this and... dude is really being put on the spot. It's like, do you choose revenge or do you choose forgiveness? Yeah. And obviously he chooses wrong because he takes a saw blade and he cuts John's throat, even though John's pretty much already dead anyway. Exactly. And he says it too. It's like, he's hey, gonna I'm already die a anyway. dead man. Like, just release your wife yeah. and he'll be free to go. Yeah, because like, and what was what was great about Saw 3 is like, so Jeff's wife has a, a shotgun collar attached to her head. And all this is insane because it's attached to John's heartbeat. If John's heartbeat goes off, goes to zero, the shotgun that shotgun collar blows his wife's head off. <laughs> and it's like Jeff doesn't know that. So it's just like this whole in- insane fucking domino effect of Amanda shooting Lynn. Uh, and then Jeff, Jeff shooting Amanda. Uh, Jeff shooting Amanda and then Jeff killing John. Which then kills Lynn. Which then kills his wife. <laughs> It also it's leaves like, his daughter oh, trapped. Yeah. Because they also kidnapped the daughter. Yeah. 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 John Kramer also kidnaps the kids because even though John thinks murders are despicable, he's okay he's with kidnapping. kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, so he does that. And, and that, he has no idea where, where the kids are. Exactly. And that's so wild to me, too, because like, there's so much that could have been avoided, but Lynn couldn't speak because of her gunshot wound. Yeah. So she literally is like trying, Jeff, don't kill him. <laughs> yeah. And he does it anyway. And I'm like, and we it, don't Jeff. find out till till later on that one of the reasons why uh, Amanda shoots Lynn is because the fucking detective Hoffman was also there and pulling the strings out. too. <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker just goes through a wall before you... the other people enter the room. Because that's, that's also when you find out that at least in Saw Five, is you find out that. Amanda feels responsible because Hoffman knows that she's partly responsible for the death of Gideon, which is going to be was which was which was John's soon to be son. Yeah, because she's the one that told Cecil, Cecil, go get me drugs from yeah. the clinic. It's it, it's it's insane, and and it's just like uh, all it's like Game of Thrones almost. 
It's uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's the, one of the things that like draws me into Stall. Besides how great, uh, besides the awesome traps and stuff, uh, it, it's like a really cool soap opera. It a really like, bloody, the entire violent soap opera is insanely slash. It's like a soap opera meets a cop procedural. Yeah, because like you're literally like, watching it, you're like, oh, oh my god. That's his wife this whole time. I thought he was with this guy. Sauce of her <laughs> lives. Like, it's like it's 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 so fucking insane. General Hospital. It, <laughs> and also, while this is all going on, uh, uh, John Kramer also uh, covers a tape in hot in in wax, in wax and, swallows, and swallows it, and fucking swallows it, and that's a tape that for and finds later for Saw Four. <laughs> Putting an insurance policy, he's like, I know we're gonna get a hit with this. This is already teasing Saw Four for you. It's just, it's so insane. All the shit that goes on, and all, it, this is another one of the downfalls of Amanda. Amanda literally like sees John uh, uh, being more friendly with Lynn, and she gets jealous, and that's like one of the reasons that's the why she, yeah, she like, gets she possessive, awfully jealousy, yeah. At the same time, though, you got to give major props to Shawnee Smith as Amanda. She's so good oh, as, like, as this character. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, like that whole that whole overall game and how it ends and like how it all ties into the other part of the story is really like what gets me. Like the whole thing of like dealing with that trauma, coming to terms with grief, and not only that, dealing with forgiveness. Yep. I, it, I like that it was like multiple lessons into like one game. Yep. So yeah, so my number six was the pig vat trap from Saw Three, and that was set up by John. And I guess Hoffman, because Hoffman's the only one that could have lifted those pigs. I on think there. so. Yeah, probably that's probably Hoffman too. Yeah, it's just on the uh, as far as like, like I did research on who set up what traps as well, and it just said John Kramer for oh. the pig vat trap. Yeah, might have just been him, and then I don't know. Yeah, interesting. But anyway, so you said that was your number six, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, now we're in a top five. Top five. So my my number five is a, another whole entire movie-length game, and that is the team game from Saw 5. Oh, okay. Interesting. I really enjoyed that, um, especially because right off the bat, Jigsaw says, I implore you to do the opposite of your nature. Yep, and immediately these people—they show you these people are extremely selfish, and you don't—they don't see that that is like they—that is just who they are. So they need to do the opposite of that. They need to help each other. Yep, and I—I I love when they realize that they're like, "Oh shit!" I love that as an audience when I'm up. watching it when I when I realize and like, I looked and I noticed that there's five slots. And I was like, "They were all—they were all supposed to live, supposed to survive." That's insane. Especially when they're like talking about it, or like, "Oh shit, that the uh, that little tunnel where the bombs went off, we all could have fit there if yeah. we if we had all used the bathtub together. We would only we only would have gotten a small shock. Nobody had to die, type of thing." It, yeah. So yeah, that that realization is what gets me. Where you're like, "Oh shit, yep. you done fucked it up." <laughs> it's like, "Oh well, well now you got to saw your arm pretty much in up to the half. elbow." Up to the elbow, and not just like yeah, and it's like split it down the middle half too. He yeah, he splits it down. Yeah, that Ooh. that part 
killed me in the theaters when he did, when I saw him doing that, and then he pulled out his arm and it just falls and it's just like, apart. I was like, "Oh my god, what the fuck!" Oh, <laughs> yep. Like I will never ever get over like how deceptively simple that trap, like that whole game was. Yeah, like literally, all they had to do was like cut just a little bit. All the well, not only that, just the, the whole entire game. All they had to do was like figure out, it's like, hey, yeah, we fit here together, like yeah, because uh, the uh, I think it was the the keys, uh, uh all the keys uh fit each uh, one key would fit each lock. They would easily just be able to throw it, yeah, give it to everybody. It's just and it's so I love how they the do tunnels. that. They all could have used the electric shock off the thing. Yeah, it was it was wild how they were so so incredibly selfish to the point yep. where they would sacrifice other people just to get ahead. Yep. And then it comes back and bites him in the ass. Or or in this case splits him in the arm. Yep. And then I'm just like, wow. Which at the same time, now that I think about it, this is a really easy way they could have won that trap. Oh wait, no, no, never mind. Never mind. Because I said the exact same thing when I saw the movie recently, and I was like, oh, to, to like win that trap. They could have just gone back, chopped one of the other girl's arms off, and like feed it through, but the door closes automatically when they would go into the room. Yeah. And I could yeah, believe I was, I was like, wait, that's so smart. Wait, that's not going to work because he closes. He thought of that. <laughs> Damn yeah. it, Jake's like, you thought of that too. The, you see the, You're so smart. Yeah, he's so smart. God damn it. You genius. Yeah, there's no way. You sick bastard. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, for my number five, uh, I'm going to Saul 3D, and <laughs> this was this was set up by Detective Hoffman, and I'm going with the uh, horsepower trap, and horsepower. Uh, not only is just a really cool trap, this one also uh, is the cami is uh, features the the late Chester Bennington is in this movie. Yep, and and he's in it, and it's it's so insane how it's set up. It's like it's he like is glued. Rube, it's a Rube Goldberg trap. Yeah, he's glued to the to the seat of this car that is also chained. Uh, like that has slightly a, raised. Yeah, that's slightly raised with his girlfriend under the tire. So uh, basically, if he fucks up, then his car is going to drop and. Uh, you know, destroy her head. Uh, there's also a chain attached to a friend of his that's attached to his arms and his lower jaw. And this dude has to have, he has so, he has like 60 seconds to rip him, to basically rip himself from his seat. Isn't there also then, another guy like trapped in like in front of the wall to the garage? Oh yeah. Like yeah, yeah there's another guy to the too. wall. <laughs> yeah. There's another guy on the wall too. Jesus. And he has to like peel himself from the ski- seat. And I'm not talking about like just regular glue. I'm talking like this is it's like, like industrial, your, like y- your skin's going to rip straight off. Yep. Glue. To the point where, like, at so, the end, you can see like muscle fibers and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then, like part of so, the bone. So honestly, it, he he should just fuck it and just one good one fall, good one so one swell whoop. Yeah, just real quick because th- this wasn't a. Uh, this wasn't a uh, this wasn't one that was set up to be unwinnable. He could have won it. Yep, because all he had to do was like peel up, and w- wasn't it just like turn the car off or something? 
I think it was either that or like a press the tape in or something. It was something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. It was real simple. Well, but no, it was also extremely as simple as it could be. Extremely difficult yeah. in terms of like the physical of it. Yeah, it was very painful. Yeah. Obviously. Anyway, he doesn't get there in time. Car drops. Lands girlfriend's head goes. Girlfriend's head goes splat. Uh, car speeds off, runs straight into the garage, killing that dude, and then rips the arm and lower jaw of the friend off. And then hits the wall, and then Chester gets swung out, peeled, <laughs> swung out of it through the windshield. So obviously dies from 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 that anyway. But it's just it's so fucking insane. I just love that Chester. Uh, I think the, 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 the uh, that was like the coolest thing for me in theaters when I saw that. I was like, holy oh, shit, it's Chester Bennington. <laughs> like, I wonder yeah. like what even like. God, what do we like? Did, uh, did he just like? Yeah, I want to be a Saw movie. Well, apparently, uh, <laughs> from what I like saw or like read about it, it, apparently he was a fan of the franchise. Yeah, and he wanted to be in it. Um, and I think there yeah. were originally going to be plans for them to make a song for the movie too. Oh, dude, if Lincoln yeah, Park made they, a fucking Saw movie, yeah, but I, I don't. I think Saul they never music. they never got around to be able to like li- like nail down yeah. like, the lyrics and the music at, like before the movie came out and stuff. Dude, that would have been sick. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Like, holy shit, <laughs> a Lincoln Park song to Saw Seven. Hell yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah, um, that's Saul, that is a, yeah, that's that's a Saul really great Seven track. or Saw Three D as it's called. Yeah. Really fucked up t- titles. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's yep. a wild trap. It's it's uh, it's not in my list, but it's in my honorable mentions. Okay, but uh, yeah, I yeah. love the trap. I love it's, how it's actually my favorite I'll... trap from Saw from Saw Three D. Is it? Yeah, nice. Saw Three D does, yeah, doesn't really have a whole lot of traps, honestly. They really don't. Yeah, but the ones they do have is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, I love how so far. We haven't had a single thing that's been, uh, except for maybe technically six, because I had the pig vat trap and you had the whole game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so far, we've been pretty uh, different on our list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Yep. So. Right, let's hear your number four. My number four uh, from Saw 5 as well. Um, this one is one of the ones that you could not escape. But at the same time, I love the design of it. That is the pit and the pendulum, which is the opening trap to Saw Five. Oh yeah, I love the Edgar Allan Poe reference to it. Yep, I absolutely love that. I just love the design of this trap, and it's just like so terrifying. It's yep. one of the things where I'm just like, dude, just suck it in, just suck it in, just survive at least like a couple more swings. Suck it yeah, in. <laughs> especially the uh, when you hear the the sound of it. Oof, yeah, God, sliding, just like. Like, oh, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. So the the whole tr- like idea of this trap is uh for I believe this character's name was Seth. I think it was yeah. Seth, Seth, yeah. Seth Baxter. Yeah, Seth Baxter. Yeah. So um, you don't know this until later on in the film, but you know you think oh it's just a regular jigsaw trap at first. Um, he's got a I think he is because he he killed his wife. Seth killed Detective Hoffman's well, Yeah, we, we don't know about that just yet. We just know it's like, oh, yeah. you abused your wife to the point where you killed her. Yeah. And um, you when you left, I think it was also a whole technicality thing where he didn't go to prison for a technicality. Yeah. So you now you're trapped in here for this, this pendulum with a razor-sharp blade is going to be swinging back and forth. 
easiest thing you got to do is push your hand on this thing and it'll crush your hands together. Like it'll literally just like crush and break your hands. Yeah. And you'll be free to go. Except when he does it, he's not free to go. <laughs> nope. Nothing happens. It, but it just keeps going lower. Yep, to the point where it completely bisects him and cuts him in half. Yep. And it is so awesome, especially like go at one like tiny bit of the scene where part of his gut like flies into a window and just like hits the plastic yep. on a window. <laughs> and it is it's revealed insane. later on that it was actually not a jigsaw trap; it was a Hoffman trap, made to look like a jigsaw trap so he could get away with the murder, yep. because Seth's wife was his sister. Yeah. And this is before Hoffman becomes like a jigsaw apprentice. This is actually, actually what leads to be to him being. This is what by leads to him becoming jigsaw apprentice because yeah. John gets the whole figures out who it is and it says, ends you, up kidnapping him in an elevator. Yo, and you will not take credit for my shit. Yeah, he 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 puts them in this really s- stupid trap. It's a very simple just, trap too. It's just he's he's oh no he's 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 got he's on a chair and there's a shotgun under his under his head, but then John just lets him free to go in order to be his apprentice. Yeah, I I need to know what is what is John Kramer's thing with shotguns. There's a lot of stuff dealing with shotguns in these movies. A lot of shotguns. Maybe because I guess. Maybe he thinks that they're more effective than anything Could else. Could be because you've got this, this shotgun hallway in, in the first song. The shotgun hallway. Yeah. You got this thing. You got that the shotgun cool. carousel. Also, that was straight up fucking murder. It was murder. It was murder. I, I don't see how his. Uh, unless he's just thinking he didn't pull the trigger. <laughs> the string like, pulled the trigger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Fucking, he's like, ah, I didn't kill those people. Those guns did it. <laughs> he's one of those guys. He's one of those guys. Yeah, I don't yeah. kill people. Guns kill people. It's John Kramer. <laughs> Jesus. God. Um, Damn. But yeah, that was that, was, that was my number. That was my number four. I didn't even think to put that in my anything because once again, it was just it was just an unwinnable trap. Mm. But it looked cool as shit, though. Yeah, I thought it was... In terms of, like, overall design, it was really cool. And Hoffman watches the whole thing, and, and the fact that he watches the whole thing, and he, he he's, like, enjoying it, too. You're like, oof, this dude's a... Yep. So he's a little twisted, that one. <laughs> he's, a little, he's, so... a little, he's a little dirty cop, that one. Yep. <laughs> uh, so my number four also comes from Saw 5, and... It's one I already talked about in uh, another thing, but it's the glass coffin. This was set up by by Hoffman and John. Uh, 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 John actually originally created the glass coffin. Yep. So I remember. I think it shows up in like soft four. I think in a, in a flashback yeah. sequence. Yes, yeah, in a flashback sequence. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's it just God. This is it's one of the coolest things ever. Detective Strom. It's supposed to be for Detective Strom. And he's just supposed to listen to the tape, but he ends up fighting off Hoffman and throwing him in the glass thing, and the glass the glass coffin, and not uh, listening to the whole tape. And the coffin shuts, and then it starts lowering into the ground, and then the room starts caving in until like the, it crushes. Like Freaking trash compactor yeah. from Star Wars. Yeah, until 
there's just nothing less of Strom itself for blood splatter on the coffin lid. And that's what one of my favorite visuals ever is just when Hoffman's just in the glass cough in the in the coffin just looking up and it's all see through and you see the blood splattering and he's just got that smile on his face. Yeah. Not to mention the I, fact that all all that's left is a hand that uh, yeah. Hoffman then uses to like implicate Strom and like all the other saw murders. Yep. Fucking insane. Dude, Hoffman is just on another level. <laughs> But yeah, the glass coffin is is a badass trap. It's a, again, very very simple trap. All you have to do is listen to the tape, and you yep. would have won. And Strom would would still be alive. Yeah, like literally, the worst you deal you deal with the glass coffin is the ice. It's just a little bit of cold. Oh no! Was it ice? I thought that was actually <laughs> glass. Oh, uh, was it glass? I thought it was glass because I'm like I that thought ice, it was I think, ice. So I was like that ice would have melted by now. <laughs> I thought it was ice because I thought oh. that. Uh, it was ice, and the reason it's called the glass coffin because it's, it's all see through. So I thought it was yeah. just like pieces of glass, but I don't no, know. It, it could be, it could be pieces of glass. I don't know. Yeah, I guess like my whole thing was like I feel like that would have melted already if it was ice. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe that like, the little tubes that were on it were just like freezer tubes that were keeping it cold. That's what it is. Yeah, turns out John Kramer is also Mister Freeze. <laughs> but who then, known? but then, like the moment those tubes come off, it just starts melting. So like you walk out, you're just like soaked in your bed, like all the way through yeah. your back. <laughs> I've watching. I like, God damn it! I knew I should have put a glass instead of ice in there. <laughs> he calls it a glass coffin, but he doesn't put glass in there. Oh my God! God damn it! <laughs> Hoffman is That's not played by Tom Atkins. That's what we need. We need Tom Atkins in a Saw movie. Oh my God! So that he can he can just like, be in the trap, and then he and then he finally understands it, but he doesn't get there in time. He's like, God damn it! Nice. <laughs> I didn't get there in time. God damn it. <laughs> I learned my lesson. <laughs> Good. All right. What's uh, number three? Number three. <laughs> You're going to hate me for this one. Uh-oh. Number three is The Rack from Saw 3. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it is so horribly twisted and disgusting. Yes, and I it love it. <laughs> God, it's so bad. It is so mean-spirited. And it's just so, like, cringe, but not in a, not like, oh, that's kind of cringe, but, like, cringe isn't like, oh, I cannot imagine how I'm going to go through that. Because this trap literally twists your appendages until they snap. Yep, even your neck. Like, imagine getting, imagine getting an Indian bird so bad that it breaks your arm. If I break your arm, I mean the bones coming out of so your fucking arm. So the bone coming out. Yeah. Or and your to neck's the... also being twisted around. Yes, and also your legs being twisted backwards. Like, you literally are twisted backwards. Mm. Except for your body, and you're like, holy it's shit. It's like, the human body doesn't do that? <laughs> Oof. And yeah, it's just the, the ending, with the, after going through all that, that your neck gets twisted all the way around. Yep. Cause at the, and at the same time, I feel like there's like no coming back from that. Even if you had saved him, like even like at least yeah. like his first four appendages, like you still yeah. saved him though. There's no coming back from like the amount of damage that was under those bones. Yeah, like, that dude is it would have ended up being like quadriplegic. Yep. At that point, and just like only be able be able to like move his head. Yeah. So like, damn. God. <laughs> yeah, that is still and the fact like the fact that what kills me is. It's the fact that he goes out of his way to say this is my personal favorite trap. 
I know. I'm like, dude, that is. Mm. Like, For dude. me, it's like I think he's like two people. He's John, and then he's also Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you think Jigsaw took over there. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man! It's you know what it is. You're you know that like kind of D-list Batman villain, like the ventriloquist and Scarface. Yeah. I feel like that's what they are. The ventriloquist is just kind of there. That's John. And then Scarface is Billy the Puppet. Oh my god. But also, could you imagine if they chose Tobin Bell and, and Billy the Puppet as Scarface and the ventriloquist in, a, in another Batman movie? <laughs> Can we that please do great. that? Yes. Like, oh no, nobody god. needs any explanation. Just do it. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh. Robert Pattinson's Batman has to go up against that now. Yes. I feel like Robert Pattinson would fit in. Robert Pattinson's Batman would fit in perfect in the Saw universe. Oh, he absolutely if, if, if Batman had to come in and like try and save them. Because I feel like this would actually it, be It's like, just dark enough. This, yeah. could, this could be like... Riddler meets like aspects of the Joker in terms of just like the, the impossible choices type of thing. Yeah. But like the Riddler with like the game aspect of it. Yeah. And the puzzle aspect to it. So I'm like that could be interesting. I would. I I'm sure somebody's come up with that. There's got to be a Batman villain that's like very similar to that. Yeah. I guess, uh, I guess Riddler's the closest one that comes to it. That's true. Oh, I would even say like this version, or like the newest version of Riddler, is like the closest we come to something like that. With even like the video messages and that kind of stuff too. Yeah. Hmm. Look at that. Hmm. Turns out it was um that was Jigsaw Junior. Was <laughs> dun, that's dun, Gideon? Dun, that's uh, Gideon. The Riddler is Gideon. <laughs> Gideon didn't die. He just became the Riddler. <laughs> Plot twist: Satan is actually the next part of the Batman universe. Oh shit! Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> uh, so for my number three is I'm um, going. Uh, my number three is going back to the. The OG of them all, uh, probably the most well-known trap there is. I'm going with uh, Saul One, Reverse Bear Trap, and that was set up by John and Logan. Yes, so we find out. Yo, and the Reverse Bear Trap is so iconic in this series. It's set. It's shown like three times. Uh, there's this one. There's one that gets put on Detective Hoffman, and this motherfucker uh, bashes his fucking uh, hand with it and then uh, uh, jams it through a window to jam it, and then he busts out the back, uh, permanently scarring his face up before yep. it goes off. And then finally, later on in the series, we finally get to see it in full action. Against Jill. Uh, on Jill, so we get to see J- Jigsaw's fucking wife. It killed by the and reverse it is bear trap. Nasty looking. It it was worth the wait. It's worth the wait. Yeah, it's insane. Like this, this is like I said, this is a simple yet very uh, simple but effective trap. Oh, yeah. It's mean, just God, it's so sick. It is like that's the one that they used to put on posters after a long time. Like when I wanted to see yeah. the, the, the thing was like the tenth anniversary. That was what they had on the poster. It was a picture of Amanda with yeah. the bear trap on. Yeah, yeah. If you can, if you just only could put one trap, a picture of one trap to sum up the Saw franchise, it's it the be reverse bear trap always. To the point where, like, even in the Saw video game that came out for the 360, 
the first thing you do in that game is escape a reverse bear trap. Well, <laughs> I never played that, but I heard, I heard it was interesting. It's not bad. It's it's actually really good from like the saw perspective of it. Of like the traps are really well made. The stuff you have to do to solve traps is really cool. But like the game itself plays like garbage. Yeah. Because like, but like the traps are like the puzzles and traps are really good. They're definitely fit as part of the Zaw universe. Plus, I mean, Tobin Bell does come back to voice Jigsaw in the game, so it's worth it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's a, it's an iconic trap. It's without a doubt one yep. of the the coolest things in in horror period. Um, so bad. much so that that is actually my number two pick. A oh, really reverse <laughs> yeah, bear trap. Reverse bear trap wow. is my number two. Yes. I love the reverse bear trap. I I love that it's hinted I'm, I, at here. I, I'm there. wondering if we're gonna have the same number one. We won't. I can tell you for a fact that we're not. You'll see why in a minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll no, I, I love the reverse bear trap. I I love the idea of it. Um, just like the the fact that it's something that keeps coming back and like you you're like waiting for somebody to get used to like to get killed by it and you finally get that and it's of course on jigsaw's wife on on jill yep and not only that of course it's in glorious 3d when it happens yep yep and not only that it's so iconic to the point where like hey by the way in jigsaw you find out john and logan built it together yeah just even cooler now like it keeps adding to like the mythology and like the history of this trap yep even though uh, uh, we love our backwards cap uh, hoodie, John Kramer, I like. I think it's Jigsaw's version. I like the the, the bald John Kramer with the one like goatee, like the chin strap, a uh, 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 chin strap thing. The, the, I think he looks so fucking. Uh, looks sadistic and demonic there, and I just love, love that look for him. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, so so that was your number two as well. That was my number two. Okay. Yeah, well, the, my number two is from Jigsaw, and it was set up by John and and Logan. Uh, originally John, but Logan does it himself as well. Uh, and it's the Bach Death Spiral Trap. Mm. This is a, it's like this, you know, it's really hard to even explain what it is. It's like this gigantic spiral cylinder that's all like, I think they're blades. Yeah, I think so. They're, it's like a, it's like a giant blade. blender, essentially. It's like basically like a blender, yeah. Uh, and what it is is the person whose trap it is has to be hoisted down into it while it's going, and it has to reach the bottom and grab the brake of a bike that's and, and this whole trap is being powered by a bike, uh, by a bike engine. And the reason it's set up is because apparently we found out that uh, uh, well, we find out later on, uh, not this dude, a different guy. Uh, he actually sold a so a bike, bike that had a, that had a bad brake line that he knew it was to somebody that gets killed within ten minutes of driving off, but gets hit by a dump truck because the brakes don't work. And we find out it's actually John's nephew, which we had no <laughs> idea that John had a sister. Yeah, <laughs> or brother. So yeah, so 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 that happens, and and. When the, when you th- think everything's fine and then this shit hits you and then you see the after effects of what it did to that guy, holy goddamn. <laughs> it is absolutely fucking sadistic. Yep. 
it's just like it spits him out and he's just like oh man it doesn't even look human anymore what comes out <laughs> it's a mess is what comes out yeah a whole mess yeah i've always loved this trap ever since i saw it i was like oh my god this is insane <laughs> a giant blender yep so that was my number two all right well uh, uh i guess uh hold on before we get to number one Should we do our honorable mentions let's do our honorable mentions yeah right. just just go through them real quick all right so my honorable What's mentions yours? i i have uh horsepower from saw 3d okay trap is incredibly fun um, I have the Angel Trap from Saw 3. I know it's okay. inescapable, but the visual of it is so insanely cool. When that yeah. thing opens up and her ribcage opens up with it. Yep. Horribly disgusting, but also like just beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also the, not the Needle Pit Trap from Saw 2. Because that trap just freaks me out. And also, like, the behind-the-scenes thing that Shawnee Smith was pregnant when they were filming that. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that woman is insane. <laughs> is, that all, is that all yours? I had one more, and it was the... Um... Oh, God, what was it called? Shit, I forgot the name of it. But it's, like, the, um... the one from Saw 6 where um, they have to hold her breaths. Oh, because that makes the, me panic. That shit would make oh, me panic. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know about. Yeah, yeah, like it like crushes their like rib cage. Yeah, yeah, it, it crushes your ribs uh, if, if you, you like, take, take a breath. breath. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the, that one was was not fair at all. It really the guy, was the, the guy, guy was they give it to. Yeah, it was a smoker. It was more yeah, and like there's like no way that guy would have survived that. Yeah, but like the overall like idea of the trap was cool. Of like trying to try and hold your breath was like. It's already hard enough to do, but like doing it under pressure is even more difficult. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh god, that is like nerve wracking. Yeah, those are those are my honorable mentions. That's yours, okay? Yeah. So mine are the Neil Pit from Saw Two, <laughs> uh, a Death Mask from Saw Two, which is the, the Venus Flytrap, flytrap. Uh, the Scalping Trap from Saw Four. Wow, I love that. Most of your honorable mention is like stuff that's in mine. <laughs> Yeah, the the rack from Saw Three. Uh, uh this one. Uh, I don't know if you remember this one. The public execution from Saw Three D. Oh yeah, yeah. Where like the guys have to choose between who's gonna kill who, yeah. and they, but then they end up just killing her. But they end up killing her. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's like it's like it's like this girl is manipulating, uh, messing around with two two guys. There's this giant saw blade, and they're having to go back and forth between who gets it, or they can work together and just send it to her and kill her instead. And they, they both then she fucks up because they both realize that she doesn't love either one of them, so, and so like, they just, just kill her. Together. And they had that really cringy but great line of like, "Hey, uh, whatever, I think we're breaking. Consider this a breakup." And they just cut her in half. Yep. Not to mention <laughs> that later on they also become like apprentices of Gordon. Yeah, because they're the other yeah, two yeah, big yeah. faces that help him get um, Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like everybody who 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 wins either is horribly uh, mutilated and have a bad life, or become apprentices. Uh, but yeah, they, like what's also besides how uh, how awesome that was. Uh, this is also done in public. It's literally, they're literally in a fucking public, yeah, uh, like cube in the middle of, the, of a busy ass uh, city. 
Like, it's like holy shit or something, yeah. Yeah, that one, and then one of my personal favorites, Saw Four. Uh, I, uh, I almost put it on my rankings, but I decided not to. The Spike Trap from Saw Four, where it puts a a a, a husband and a wife. Oh, uh, the, hus- yes. the husband's abusive to his wife, and he, they have these spikes through through them, and they're stuck on the spikes. Except for the catch is, the spikes are through all the vital arteries of the husband, but not the wife. Mm-hmm. So she has to choose of pulling them out and killing him, and being and freeing herself, and she. she Really quickly, it's like, all right, <laughs> bet. <laughs> Say less. Nope. And ten dozen. So those are my honorable mentions. Okay. I mean, those are great. These are great traps. Like, honestly, yeah. there's like very little traps that I would say, oh, those are not great in the Saw franchise. Yeah. And honestly, the only one that I would really say, like, it's just an overall bad trap. And even then, it's not even that bad. It's a petroleum jelly one. Oh, yeah. The first Saw, where yeah. the guy's just like lathered in jelly and he's got to like find the safe thing and he just catches on fire. Yeah, and I'm like outside of that though, everything else is freaking awesome. It, yeah, I, I almost put another saw one trap on mine because the just, razor wire maze. The, the razor wire maze is so brutal. I was like, oh it my really god! Is. Again, so simple, but it's so brutal. Yep. Uh, all right. So, this, uh, what's your number? So one? number one from Saw Six, the shotgun carousel. Are you serious? That is number my number one? one. That is my all-time favorite saw trap. Are you serious? I, I am hundred percent serious. I, I thought I thought I put it on my like I thought I would be the only one that have it on there that, that that would even think of that one. Shotgun carousel is such a twisted trap. It is in terms of just like literally having to cho- you have to choose who lives and who dies. Yeah. And the fact that you can only choose two people. Yeah, out of six. It's insane. And all these people are also yelling at you and insulting you for letting them die. Yep. Oh, that is so horrible. And, and just the ending of that one dude is like, you killed me. Look at me. Look at me eye. while you kill me. <laughs> Ooh. God, Honestly, so Saw 6 great. is so underrated. It really is. Saw 6 is such a good, not even a Saw movie, it's such a good movie, period. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. He's talking uh, about the dangers of healthcare. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Especially because uh, during that time frame, uh, there was like a big crisis going on in the in the real world as well. At the time, not only not that it doesn't stuff. always happen, but yeah. But like this is where it became uh, like really really apparent. So a lot of information came out of like all these like horrible insurance companies, like yeah you really shady things i think that's one of the things i love about saw six besides uh besides that yeah like you said it's very underrated uh because of that but also it just it's also one of the endings where you're like you're you're happy that's how it ended because uh you have these this this uh this uh mom and son played by roderick from freaking dire who and be kid yeah this is why he went on to to make load a diaper you, you have them in in their whole time, and you're trying to figure out like what their whole thing is. And like, it turns out they're not set up in a trap. They're just there to figure out if they want to kill the guy who who his, his last test. Their uh, dad, uh, or or their dad, the dad and husband to uh, die because they didn't give a, he didn't give them health insurance due to his shitty fucking uh, algorithm of yeah. deciding who lives and who dies. Which and, which I love how they play it off in the beginning because they make it look like oh you know it's. That's his wife and kid. 
Yeah. It turns out, it's nope. Not. Nope. Nope. The other, the other person that was, you know, taken was his sister. Yeah. And it's so great, too, because the mom's like, oh, I can't do it. And, he, and it's like, and the son's like, I can. I can. You bitch. killed my dad, you son of a bitch. And then he just sets it, and it, it, it's so sick. They have a, a, a needle, like uh, a trap, like come down, uh, pin him up against the wall. And then these syringes, these like needle things are filled, uh, with, acid. filled with hydraulic acid, and he gets burnt from the fucking inside. It is so goddamn insane. Delightful. But it's also, yeah, but it's also so, uh, so great because it's like, wow, they actually got, they actually like, uh, like I thought that's what I liked about it so much was the fact that it was like the mother and son were in no danger at all. They were just there to, to get revenge mm-hmm. the whole time. Which was pretty wild because that's, yeah, so what's one of those things where you're like, now that you see what you're doing when you tell people, oh, we can't cover you. Now is your yeah. chance to cut to deal with the consequences of that. Yep. Yeah, like that's why I love that, it, man. Shotgun carousel, uh, like the entire like aspect of the shotgun sauce, carousel yeah. and the sausages in it's general so is, is very very I, good. I love that. I love that. That's your number one. Because I <laughs> honestly was like, I, I think I just put that on my top ten earlier today. That's but I was funny. thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I love shotgun carousel. I'm putting it on yeah, that. Shotgun carousel is great. So my number one. Uh, you already mentioned it, but it's just, it, it, unfortunately it is an unwinnable thing. It was set up by Amanda, but it's the angel trap from Saul three. <laughs> and it's just simply the, how brutal and the visual of the aftermath. Cause it looks like an angel. It literally looks like, it looks like an angel, angel spreading its wings. It's just it's the coolest shit ever. You know what it's I think just, also kills so it too? Insane. The lead up to it. With like when she get when Carrie gets kidnapped and she's like looking yeah. at the camera on her own TV and like looking yeah. at herself and you're like oh shit yep. she got that and then not only that you got the realization when she finds out who it is right before yeah. she dies yep Ooh. she realizes yep who it is yeah it's hardcore God it's so fucking hardcore sick. trap. Like, there's a reason Saw Three is my favorite Saw movie, and that is one of those reasons. Oh, so Saw Three is your favorite? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I think Saw Three would probably be definitely in one of my top three. Uh, but like I said, I I, I hate how fucking slow Jeff is, <laughs> and I I, just, I don't like Jeff. Yeah, I'm able so. to look past it because like I know he kind of ruins it. Because yeah. for me, they'll eventually cut to Lynn and like that whole operation scene is like worth it for the price of admission alone for me. Yeah, when like they literally open up his skull and like release the pressure in his brain with like, oh a power yeah, drill. they had the whole op all the all, all yeah the operation with I forgot that was power in there. drill and a sanding disc. God, that shit was insane. <laughs> I'm like Home Depot where you can get operation supplies. <laughs> oh Jeez. man. And again, pra- the practical effects on that are really good too. Of like her yep. like pulling out like the skull cap and like the brain like pulsating and stuff. Yep. Uh, yeah, Saul 3 is great. Uh, there's honestly like not even a bad there's not a bad thing in here. I think honestly I don't know. I, I think the the one I watched the least amount of is probably Saul 2. Okay. 
but it's still not bad. I think no, the no. only trap, the only trap I don't like in all the franchise because it just it makes me sad because the the girl that it happens to doesn't deserve this at all. It's her husband's fault for being a lying piece of shit. Is the uh, Dubrosin bull? Yeah, Dubrosin bull trap. Where her husband lied about surviving a jigsaw trap, so then at the end of it, his whole thing is he has to. Yeah, so she do the trap that he said he. Yeah, she has to do the trap the way he did it, and he did. He the pecs won't hold up with the hooks because the, the gravity is. It's honestly, it's like physically impossible for him to do. Yeah, and so obviously he doesn't survive. And then his wife gets burnt a fucking live. While he doesn't he get electrocuted too? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, love that. <laughs> That, that that one was yeah that one was hard that was that was yeah. sad I hated that that because she didn't deserve it no, she did nothing at all wrong wrong uh, I, will I think say, even one though one of the traps is like just like kind of like hard to watch in terms of like the the tense nature of it also from Saw 3D where he has to like pull like the guy has to pull the the fish wire with the key oh yeah out yeah. of that woman's like stomach. Yep, and she can't be too yeah. loud; otherwise, the thing will stab her in the throat. Oh yeah, yeah, and she won't shut up. Yeah, and I love that he even says that line. Her mouth is like shut the fuck up. Yeah, he even says that line at the end. Like, oh, she, like, she should have shut up or something like that. Why did you shut the uh, fuck up? Yeah, why did you shut the fuck up? Yeah, uh, <laughs> shit, was it? Uh, I think uh, even though it's uh, it, like. What it, 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 it was an unwinnable thing, uh, but I do think one of the coolest uh, visuals ever is the uh, is the trap that kills uh, Eric, where the ice cubes come down and fucking crush his head. Well, technically, he it was fucking... it was supposed to be survivable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. It but was it's because to, yeah. Riggs jumped the literally jumped because the gun and got once again Riggs is a dumbass. He couldn't hold it in his pants for literally one more second. Yeah. Riggs is like one of the worst fucking characters ever. And I love that his whole justification. Like I still had one second left. It's like no, no. You were supposed to wait one more second, dummy. Yeah. It's just it's so fucking stupid. Uh, but yeah, seeing seeing I, Matthews get crushed by two giant ice cubes. That was it's sick. His head just fucking seen. explodes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know we didn't have anything on here. Uh, and honestly, I think they're they're all unwinnable anyway. Uh, but uh, uh, Spiral, we didn't have anything for Spiral. I feel like the only um, one that's like kind of winnable from Spiral is the first one with the tongue, because all he has to do is rub oh, his yeah. tongue out. Yeah, I and he would so, and he yeah. would have made it as long as he did it in time. I think he would yeah. have survived it. But everything else was unwinnable. For, yeah, everything honestly. else was unwinnable, especially the uh, the hot wax one. What the hell was that trap anyway? I couldn't really uh, figure out what over the, hell the was. So was he was he being like waterboarded with like hot wax or something? Yeah, yeah, but hot boarded hot wax in order to stop it, she has to sever her spine, which would therefore make her not be able to get off of the table. So that doesn't make fucking sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's like, 
But but uh, okay, I will say even though uh, okay, uh, Spiral is probably like one of my least favorite ones because uh, like I, I like a lot of the the traps and stuff, but it just it really irritated me that they marketed it as like a detective movie in the style of Seven, but set in the Saw universe. And then I watch it in theaters, I'm like this is literally just a fucking Saw movie. This is just Saw Eight. This is literally just Saw Eight. There's there's nothing different. I mean, yeah, there's a little bit more of a detective aspect to it, but it's literally just Saw with Sam Jackson. Uh, with Sam Jackson, which was cool as shit, uh, and Chris Rock, uh, but uh, they also had a, a really—I don't know—I didn't like the voice that they did for. It was so bad. The new Jigsaw thing. I like the that, puppet thing of like it being because he's going after cops of it being. Like yeah, the a, puppet a, was a cool. Pig yeah, and a cop's outfit and everything. The voice was god awful. It, it, it sounded yeah, I like a little I liked, kid trying to do like a Jigsaw voice. Yeah, I like that he was going after like corrupt cops, and then there were some really cool traps in them. But overall, Spiral just kind of eh. Yeah, uh, I will I, say, even I, though, I'm and sh- the twist is so easy to figure out. It was the easiest thing. The moment they they hinted at something, it's like, oh yeah, it's him. Yeah, as soon as you, as soon as they're like, oh yeah, this guy, and, and it's oh yeah, like, he, he died. Here's his body. He died. Never see Here's his, his body, but you never saw him die. You never saw him actually die. It's like, like really? Yeah, really. It's definitely him. And as soon as, and even in theaters, I was just clapping. I was like, I fucking called that shit. <laughs> I knew it too. Like there was a couple of things that like made me call it, and like that that was obviously the biggest reason. But there was also the fact that like he's a new cop. Nobody knows who yeah. he is. He's an unknown quantity. He's definitely it. Yep. Yeah, that one was pretty bad, and uh, the one where the dude had to rip his fingers off or get electrocuted. That was still getting electrocuted, but it's still in a That was. Yeah. It was a rat trap, though, in terms of like what you had to do. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, like it was like, eh. Yeah, Spiral had some interesting stuff in there. Yeah. I will say. I will say. I do like the song that Twenty One Savage did for it, though. Oh yeah, Spiral like the song is really freaking good. Yeah. Now I'm curious, since now we're getting Saw Ten, meaning that Spiral was technically Saw Eight, if there's going to be any mention of that, or if his character is going to show up in Saw Ten at some point. I don't know, but well, because or well, saw, it, it or, wouldn't make I mean, any sense. Because I think they've already like said that Saw Ten's gonna take place between like two and three or some shit like oh, that. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. So then we're probably gonna get yeah. to see Logan, hopefully. That would be all, oh, dude. I didn't even think about that. What if we do get more of Logan? I'd like to see more Logan. I absolutely want to see more of Logan. Yeah. Well, honestly, I think we Logan might, has I would potential. Love- my whole thing is like I want an Avenger style apprentice team up where you get to yeah. see all the apprentices except for like, I won't, I won't but not fucking... like together because they don't all know each other yet. But like, yeah. I want more of Doctor Gordon. We don't want to see, see anything. Too. I want to see him like in full on jigsaw effect. I want to see this man in full on hoodie and backwards hat during flashback sequences. Yep, and I expect exactly. nothing less. No, it, 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 it's like I said. Logan has potential. He had some really cool traps, and he and I, I love that he has his own catchphrase. Where Jigsaw's is game over. He just did the whole thing where he shuts the door and says, "I speak for the dead." Boom. And yeah, that's what that's what his thing was. And, and he, he has a cool voice too, yeah. so he 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 works. But yeah, uh, I'm 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 super excited for Salt Me too, man. I can't wait. 
I feel like they're going to try and like go over the top since it's been so long. We're finally getting a new Saw movie. So I'm wondering what all they're going to do. Thinking someone already really stupid, but never mind. Oh, God. <laughs> the, the movie starts. That's how I'm imagining the movie starts. It's a dark room. You know, very gross, gray, like grimy. Very, very much a saw room. And all you see is the back of a man's head. This man is, is bald, by the way. Okay. The lights turn on. You see that it's Dom Toretto. <laughs> <laughs> And the thing is, it's Jason Momoa also shows up with Jigsaw, and he says, I'm going to make you choose between your family. You get to choose which ones you save. <laughs> okay, <God>. Dommy. <laughs> Saul 10 is going to be part two of Fast X. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Secretly. Part 11, part, Fast 11. Oh, it's gonna be the, I'm curious if they're going to just keep going on like Fast 10, Fast 11, and Fast 12 or whatever, or if they just do Furious 11 at this point. Uh, honestly, I think they're going to do Fast... Honestly, I wouldn't put it past them to, if they... Because uh, I know how uh, Vin Diesel wanted to do a three-part uh, trilogy ending. I was thinking about it on the way home. I was like, honestly, I'm not going to put it past them if they go Fast XX and Fast XXX. Oh my god. <laughs> I can definitely see them doing that. Because at least this one... <sighs> Jesus Christ. It's like the closest <laughs> inconsistency to the other one. Because you had Fast yeah. 5. Yeah. This one's kind of close. It's Fast 10, but it's just a numeral, so it's just Fast X. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the craziest, like, 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 uh, out there thing they've done was it was in seven when they did a fate of the furious oh no that was furious <laughs> seven eight it was it was fate of the furious oh oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah yeah the, the fate, fate of, the of the furious it sounds so fucking like cringe because like if you look at something like, like more serious <laughs> but you look at something like furious seven furious seven sounds like a like a samurai movie uh-huh like magnificent seven or you know or like the like something like that the furious seven yeah. you know I just uh, one of the funniest things I saw a Twitter thread to, to the other day. It said, uh, "It said uh, uh, honestly, Fast and the Furious is the greatest. Is the greatest look at how uh, is uh, is the greatest uh, uh, look where uh, you think about it as a D and D campaign. Where it really is uh, where, where they at level one they started out as those little street racers still in VCRs. And then by level fifteen they've advanced to this, and then." After that, the, the 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 DM has basically just said "fuck it." <laughs> it's just the DM being Vin Diesel. Yeah, because <laughs> you you do know he's like a giant D and D fan, right? He's got like stacks. Is of he really? Books. Oh yeah. Like I didn't when know that. when uh, I was re- I was looking at this interview with Michelle Rodriguez uh, about the D and D movie that she was that she did with Chris Pine and everything, and uh, and and she was like, "Yeah, when I told Vin that I got the the movie, uh, this man." almost cried and i went to his house to like chill and everything and he opened his closet and he's got like stacks of modules and like rule books oh my god the man is a legit like menace at D. <laughs> oh my god it's like how like a, a teddy showed me a video of uh of uh a magnet uh what's his fucking name uh 
Joe Magna. Oh, Joe Mangiello, uh, who's also like yeah, Joe Mangiello, super where, into D and D and like where, Warhammer. Yeah, yeah, he got his own fucking D and D like table made. Yeah. He has his own like little dungeon room and everything for it. Yep. And everything, and even like Henry oh Cavill, he's like super into Warhammer. God, yeah. Like Henry Cavill, like legit, went on like on a whole like conversation. During a press tour about somebody just over Warhammer. <laughs> Instead of talking about like whatever movie he was supposed to be advertising. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But um but yeah, those were again getting off topic. This one was my fault though. I'm the one who brought it back up. <laughs> people who listen and they're gonna be like Is this oh, a Fast and Furious? Kind of weird. Now? I didn't know Fast and the Furious had anything to do with Saltin traps or something. <laughs> Perhaps. Welcome to welcome to sounds from the room. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do a spinoff sounds of the room, the Fast and the Furious uh, podcast where we review every movie. We're after fan we review every movie, we do fan theories and we even like talk about just characters for a whole episode, like one character for a whole episode. <laughs> All right, guys, so we're gonna be talking about Rodrigo Braga from Fast and Furious. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was our top 10 saw traps. Um, we're going to put something out here on Twitter later. I want I want to see if, if people would let would uh, tell us their favorite saw traps or their top 10s at least. Just to like, see how they compare to ours and then like just like yeah. get into see what, what other people like in the saw franchise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really all we had for this. Uh, but before we go, we're gonna do our housekeeping. Um, Kyle, if you want to start us off, I'm like, where can you be found and such? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at Kyle S. Prescott and on Instagram at the at Kyle S. Prescott. And uh, I'm mostly on Twitter, and I like I said, I, I post horror, uh, wrestling, Fast and the Furious, <laughs> and just everything in between. <laughs> Uh, for me, you can find me on Instagram at it be or at Yusef twelve twenty, and then on Twitter at it be Yusef. I'm usually a little bit more um active on Twitter. Not a whole lot right now, just because like I work has got me pretty busy, so I'm like not as active as I used to be on social media. But I'm trying to be. Um, but I mean, I I just asked Kyle. I post just the stupidest shit on Twitter. Nothing but stupid shit and dad jokes. Um, and then for our podcast, we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Slasher as Sounds from the Grave. And then you can listen to our podcast on um, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And uh, also on our YouTube channel, which I'm really hoping that we can make some more content for it soon. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all we had. And obviously, Vanya wasn't here, but you can follow her Twitter at, uh, at HHN Cultus. She does a lot of HHN related stuff, a lot of also like horror stuff, horror makeup related stuff. So definitely check her out too. A lot of awesome stuff on her Twitter too. Um, and that's really all we got. So I just um, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this, for watching the YouTube video if you're watching it, and that you stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye, everybody. <laughs>